This is the Lost Start of Communication, hosted by Molly and Trisha. Before we begin today's episode, I just want to say that we know communication is tough. We hope you've been able to incorporate the tips and strategies we discuss into your daily life. If you feel like you're still struggling or would like individual guidance, I offer one-on-one online coaching sessions for all things speech, voice, and communication. This can include public speaking lessons, which are an incredible tool to mitigate social anxiety and increase overall confidence levels, speaking voice enhancement if you don't love the sound of your voice on tape, accent modification to speak clearly and be heard the first time, and social skills training, which covers a lot of the things that we talk about on the show, but of course would be tailored to your individual needs and goals. On the show, we talk a lot about the content of what you're going to say. With my private coaching clients, I also focus on the delivery, how you say the thing you say, how your tone of voice can affect the way that you're coming across and the way your message is delivered. If you're at all interested in these services, please check out my website, georgiaspeechcoaching.com, and schedule a free phone consultation to discuss your needs and goals. I would love to work with you. Now back to the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Lost Art of Communication podcast. This is our first episode of the year 2020, and we're wishing you all a happy new year and a happy new decade. It's crazy that it's already 2020. It is crazy. This is actually, this month is Molly and my 10-year anniversary of meeting each other. Oh my goodness, I didn't realize that. So when I was reflecting on my decade, one of the first things that I said I was grateful for was meeting Molly and having her friendship for the past 10 years. So we hope, I hope sincerely for everyone listening to this that you have a friend in your life like that. And if you don't, it's okay because it's a new chapter. And so if you do the strategies that we talked about and maintain long distance friends and meet strangers and cultivate relationships, then hopefully by 2030, you'll be celebrating a 10 year anniversary of friendship with someone. And that'll be really exciting and fun. That's really, really cool. I thought you were going to say it's our half birthdays, but no, it's our 10 year anniversary of being friends. (laughs) Also our half birthdays because it's January and our birthdays are in July. So today, since it is a new year and a lot of people are talking about goals and New Year's resolutions, we wanted to discuss how to communicate effectively with other people about your own goals and how to support and encourage other people's goals, even if you don't necessarily agree with them or even if they're not in alignment with the goals you're setting for yourself. There definitely is a love-hate relationship with the word New Year's resolutions, a lot of people, especially myself included, sometimes get a negative connotation with it because it's just this arbitrary day and it's kind of like change everything. Everything's going to be totally different once January 1st hits and like I'm a whole new me and you know all the other things I was doing before are going in the trash and reinventing myself. I don't like that very much. And so today we're going to talk about how goals can be made to better value ourselves. And also, again, like Trisha said, how to communicate our goals to other people and how to be respectful of other people's goals. Even if you're one of those people who hates New Year's resolutions, other people, you know, have them. So how do we deal with that in the real world? And then how do we communicate with ourselves when we are trying to meet some of our new 
goals and habits and skills that we're trying to create for ourselves. Yeah, that's so funny because I love this time of year. I love reflecting and I love having that new chapter. And I think, yes, it is arbitrary. You could pick April 22nd to start your new self. It doesn't matter. But I think it just gives people a nice, fresh state mentally to say, okay, here we begin. But I've talked to a lot of people who don't believe in New Year's resolutions. So that's not necessarily the point. If you don't want to use the vernacular goal or New Year's resolution, we're just going to talk about how to support people in their habits, regardless of the time of year. This isn't just relevant to the new year, but it's... Because people go through these changes all of the time. This just happens to be the time when most people are. Yeah, and when we really talk about it and advocate for it, but we should constantly be setting new challenges for ourselves. And at the end of the day, it's really about how we can encourage everyone around us and ourselves to be the best version of themselves and be the best version of ourselves. It is a nice just natural check-in point too, I guess, to reflect because a lot of times our lives are moving so fast, especially around the holidays when we're just kind of go, 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 go. There's no time to really reflect on anything. And then it is a nice slow down point of, okay, we're in January, holidays are over. Think about yourself and what you want to work on. Yeah, it's kind of something, in my opinion, to look forward to. The holidays are over, and now you're not looking forward to that, so it's what can I look forward to in the exciting things that this year has to offer. So one reason why a lot of goals don't end up being met or why people find that their resolutions are unsuccessful, from listening to a variety of other podcasts and reading other sources, one of the main takeaways that I got from that, which we can touch on briefly before getting to the communication aspect, is rather than setting a goal or something you want to achieve, it's more effective to change your habits or skills and focus on the growth. So if you want to get from point A to point B, rather than saying, I'm going to lose 20 pounds this year, or I'm going to start a business this year, you want to think what skills and habits do I need to lose that weight? Maybe you need to build your discipline, or maybe to start a business, what actionable steps must you take in order for that to be effective? And that comes a lot into play when you're communicating with yourself. Because I know a lot of people who get super down on themselves come January 30th when they're like, oh my goodness, I didn't even start this. I'm done. Because they set their goal for themselves so generally. Mm-hmm. And it's a goal. It's, it's this unachievable big picture idea. And talking to yourself in ways that you can set different habits and apply different skills to reach that overall goal is so important. So making sure that you're communicating yourself in a healthy, kind way to eventually reach the goal and communicating with yourself in a realistic way too. Yeah, I actually want to just give a resource for you all. I listened to the podcast called On Purpose with Jay Shetty, and he gave a four-tier structure to setting goals. So if you want some more in-depth information on that, I highly recommend his that episode of his podcast. It's just a really great one. But then, so like Molly said, this really impacts the way that we're communicating with ourselves. If you're telling yourself you're going to do something and then you don't do it, you're going to start beating yourself up. And that's not productive for anything. And so we want to set ourselves up for success and then also be able to offer ourselves and those around us encouragement as we go. And it's easier to do when you break off these goals into bite-sized, tangible pieces than if you give some lofty idea and say, oh yeah, I'm going to get there and then not really know how to get there and then feel discouraged when you don't reach that that goal. I'll give an example of one of my 
overarching goals of this year um, and then how I'm working on achieving it. So my overarching life goal is to reduce and eventually stop comparing myself to others because yay millennials, we just compare ourselves because of social media and it's just horrible. Um, and I find myself doing that all of the time. So, and I find myself doing that and people comment on how much I compare myself to others. And it's just in all aspects of my life. But if I just told myself, Molly, stop comparing yourself to others in 2020, that's, you know, basically impossible because it's a lifelong habit I've created in myself. So I thought more deeply on why, what is contributing to my comparison and what I noticed was I'm on social media a lot. I don't post a lot, but I just scroll and scroll and scroll and notice people and think about their lives and how they're different than mine and da-da-da-da-da. So social media is a smaller chunk that I can focus on. So from there, I told myself I don't want to use social media from 10 p.m. to 8 a.m. For some people, that's like, you know, an easy, easy thing. But for me, I do it from probably 10 p.m. to like 11.30, and then I wake up at like 7, then I'll go on it. So it's an achievable goal for me, um, and it's something I'm communicating to myself in a way that's healthy because I'm telling myself, this is something you can do. It's not changing the big picture, but it's a small chunk that I can do. And I've been really graceful with myself, and I haven't done it perfectly these past nine days. It's January 9th right now. But it's something that's always in the back of my mind that I'm working on now. And that's good because then you're not thinking, oh gosh, don't compare, don't compare, don't compare myself. <laughs> and you're thinking about the social media itself. And so it kind of takes the focus off the the big picture and it just says, okay, here's an action step, which I think is relevant to any kind of goal that you set. And so how the question then is, how do we support the people around us in their goals and their goal setting? And even if you're not a person who believes in New Year's resolutions, you think they're stupid, let's say your friend really is into them. And if you're so obviously, we want to be supportive and encouraging to the people around us. I think it goes without saying, but it's worth mentioning. If someone says that their goal is some huge dream that you really don't think that they can achieve, don't shoot them down. <laughs> Let them dream their dream. But there are things you can do to help them on their journey. So for example, let's say someone says, this year I'm going to start my business. But let's say that they've said that same thing for the past five years. What you can do is either say, okay, cool, sounds good, and not really believe in them. Or you could say something like, are you really sure you want to do that because it hasn't been successful the last five years? Or what Molly and I would recommend is ask them questions that's going to help them get closer to setting the types of goals that we were just talking about, to changing their habits. So you can say, that's a really great idea. I know you've been talking about this for a while. What are you going to do to get there? And make sure that if they're talking in really nebulous terms and they don't really have a plan, don't tell them, well, you need a plan and here's what you got to do. That's the whole key is you never want to tell someone what to do because then they're not going to want to do it. But you want to help them make those realizations for themselves by asking questions such as, what skills do you think you need to develop for that? And how can I help you develop those skills if that's something you want to offer? And just sort of push help ease them along without being pushy is the main thing. What you said about not telling them what to do is a huge, huge piece of it because when we think of ideas on our own, it's 
way more personal. We have ownership over it and we want to do it more. I work with students a lot who we work on goals and once they start getting older, I put the goals on them and say like, why do you want to do this? What do you want to do? And how are we going to do it? And once they become more invested in their goal achieving process, they meet their goals way faster. And same applies for friendships and during this time of the year when everyone's making goals, helping other people achieve the goals, but having them think of their own ideas too. Because if you don't, you come off as maybe parental or motherly and it just, it it doesn't, not motherly, that's not the right word, but overbearing and parental, I guess. And then people aren't going to want to share their goals with you. And I think when it comes to reaching your successes, you really need a sense of community and you need a sense of support. And so be the person that people want to come to for that assistance. If you have that mentality of like, you need to do this, 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 then other people aren't going to come to you because you're basically being the mean voice in their head that they don't want to face. And it's not approachable. So they're going to come to you and they're going to feel like a failure. Does that make sense? Yeah. It actually, I will say, it is nice sometimes to have that one person who gives you the tough love and is really a slap in the face and is like, well are you really sure about that? And I had just, there's one friend that comes to mind that is like that and she'll call me out and like, why are you doing that? And that's helpful. But I know that I can only go to her when I've reached a certain level of my own progress. And in the beginning, maybe. And acceptance of your own goal too, right? Like you have to be totally accepting of your goal with that kind of tough love situation. Yeah. And so it's just such a the whole point of this is it's such a beautiful and glorious thing to have accountability and to have support. And if you're, Keeping all of your dreams and goals and resolutions to yourself, you're likely not going to achieve them as fast as you would if you have the support of other people. So what we really want to do is empower everyone listening, one, to share your own goals, to embrace the vulnerability that it takes to say, hey, this is something I want to change about myself, and I would love your help in doing that, but also knowing how to support those in your life who want to improve themselves as well. And it doesn't mean that you have to have the same values or goals as them, but there are ways that you can work together to hold each other accountable, but to achieve them. So for example, I was talking to a friend yesterday who said she is really wants this year to stop drinking so much alcohol. And I, for a long time, have not really been a big drinker. I, you know, occasionally will in social situations, but for my health, I know that it's not, it does never make me feel great the next day or feel great in general. And so the, the primary opportunity that I have to drink is when I'm with her, this specific friend and a few other friends, we have wine nights often. And so when she said that she wanted to cut back on drinking and find more fun ways to hang out, I was so excited because I was like, oh my gosh, that's what I've been thinking for so long. And now we can have tea time or now we can go on hikes or now we can go to movies or do something different other than sit around and drink because neither of us want to do that anymore. But then it got me thinking how fortunate I am to have someone that has a similar goal as mine. What would I do if, let's say, my goal is to stop drinking some, let's say, so a hypothetical situation, let's say my goal is to stop drinking and spend less money. And I have a friend whose goal is to go out more and build a more social network because she feels I want to build my social network. And this is a friend that I value and I want to spend time with. 
it might seem paradoxical if one friend wants to go out and be social, that usually involves drinking and spending money, and my goals are not. So what we would need to do is find a way to mesh our goals. And so I could say, suggest, let's find social things to do that maybe don't cost as much money or don't require drinking. And that way we can still go out and be social and make new friends, but in a way that's healthy and productive for me meeting my goals and still her meeting her own goals. And part of that has to do in general, regardless of whether your goals are similar or different, with communicating what you need from your friends in order to reach your resolutions. So by communicating your goals and what you want to do, it creates this nice network of support, even if they're not the same, bonus if they are the same goals. But even if they're not the same in that example, Tricia, you still were able to create a kind of accountability network situation there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, communicating what you're doing is really helpful. And then you get to celebrate it when you've achieved that goal with other people. Because if not, you're just celebrating alone. You're like, yay, I did it. Okay, anyways, <laughs> so yeah. it's nice to have a network, too, to com- do that with. Because let's say I was going to try to give up drinking, but I didn't tell anyone around me, and so then every time I go to a party, people are going to say, oh, why well, do you want to drink? And I would probably just say, like, yeah, okay, it's fine, and then beat myself up over not holding myself to my goal. Or let's same with if you're trying to lose weight and you're going to parties and eating junk food, whereas if the people around you know what you're trying to do, they're not going to tempt you if they're good friends. They're not going to tempt you with these things. So keep that in mind, too, as you're supporting other people. If you know what someone's goal is, try not to sabotage them and tr- discourage them be supportive and say okay cool I'll get you some nice glass of sparkling water or whatever you know and that way it makes it easy for everyone involved so with all of this being said we've created this you know hopefully created this accountability group and this conversation and our goals are out there and hopefully you have supportive people that you're surrounding yourself with that can help you achieve these goals and aren't sabotaging you but with that all being said some people have different needs for how they want people to support them in their journeys to meeting their own goals. So it's really important to also communicate like what you need in this process. So for example, I feel like I'm the type of person who doesn't want to be badgered and reminded all of the time because I like doing it on my own terms because I do beat myself up a lot. So if I'm already beating myself up a lot, I don't need someone else to also do it too. Um, so what I would communicate to other people is say, hey, I would really appreciate like, you know, a check-in every once in a while, maybe like every other day or something to see how it's going for accountability. But, you know, just know that I'm also doing a really positive job with myself trying to do it on my own. So I don't want it every minute of every day. But if you could, like, check in with me once every other day, that'd be awesome. That's so interesting because that's – and this is why it's important to clarify for your friends. To me, every other day seems like a lot. If I make the resolution Mm. to – I don't know, to – clean my room every day which is one of my resolutions and Molly texts me every two days did you clean your room today I'm gonna be like oh my gosh stop I got it but if it's more like I guess I was thinking more like in person oh okay but more no that makes sense that's good to clarify regardless of what you think a lot is or what a little is what I think is more meaningful though is if you actually remember what your friend's goals are and if in six months from now Molly reaches out to me and says hey how's your cleaning of the room been going that's gonna mean a lot more 
Because then it's like, wow, she actually paid attention and cared and Mm. listened. So try to even write down your friend's goals if that's helpful for you to remember. And that way it's not just a January thing because it shouldn't be. And Mm -hmm. what Molly is saying is exactly right. You want to tell people what you need to achieve this. So say, for example, one of my goals I was just telling Molly is to judge people less and judge myself less harshly. And so if we're chatting and I'm making a judgmental comment, I'm going to ask Molly to call me out on that. And if she's making a judgmental comment, she just needs to know that I'm probably not going to engage. And if I start to engage, I might catch myself. And so this is not me telling her to not be, to not say judgy things. I don't really care. We all do it. But I personally, am trying to detach myself from that, especially judgments made towards myself and so, and others. But that's not something that I would probably share with an acquaintance because that's a lot to ask of somebody. Hey, can you make sure I'm not judging people? But it is okay to be upfront about certain things no matter who you're talking to. And the other side of this is, yes, be upfront with the help you want, but some of your friends might not ask you for help. And so it's important to remember they might really want your support But they also may really not want your support, like Molly said. So anytime someone tells you what their resolutions are, I encourage you to say, how would you like me to help you achieve this goal? And that way, they can think about, like what Molly said, what frequency would be good to check in. Or they could say, I don't really need help with this. Or they may say something like, well, since I'm trying to give up dairy this year, if it would be really helpful if when we go out, you don't suggest getting ice cream. Like that would just be really helpful for me. And I know it's it's, it's a bummer, but if you could just get ice cream with someone else, that would be great. Everything else that we do is going to be fine. But just be honest with what you need so that you're not compromising your goals, but you're also not compromising your friendship because you're finding other alternatives. You're still going to hang out and see that person, but you're just letting the person know what you need. Because otherwise, if the person doesn't realize that they're sabotaging your goals. Let's say you give up dairy and you didn't tell them not to invite you to ice cream and they keep inviting you to ice cream and you say, okay, fine, and you eat some ice cream, you're going to start resenting them or stop hanging out with them because they're preventing you from reaching your goal. When really, you could have just said up front, this is what I'm doing and I need your help. Yeah. And I think another important thing too is if other people are trying to reach goals, don't stop hanging out with them if it doesn't align immediately with what you like to do. So this month I'm doing Whole30, like probably every other person in the world, but (laughs) I'm doing Whole30 and it would really suck if I tried to reach out to someone and they said, okay, like let's hang out after Whole30's done. Be like, oh, okay, I guess if I ever change my diet, then we're not ever hanging out. Great. Um, You know, so working on making sure that you are offering alternatives to both the person making the goals and also the person trying to be friends with the person with the goals. Yeah. And I would say if you're making a big change that people find off-putting or challenging to deal with, first of all, your close friends are going to be fine with it. But some people, especially if, let's say you're just trying to make friends and it's hard to make friends when you're on something like Whole30 and you're saying like, okay, so my activities are limited. I would say it's more on you to come up with solutions. Say, let's go bowling or do something that's not food centric. That way you're not putting pressure on that person and you let them know like, hey, I'm still down to hang. Don't worry about mm-hmm. my diet. But that way it's not all about that and that both people feel comfortable. 
Yeah, completely. And I think it is, goals kind of offer a nice way to flex our brains because we have to think of new ideas for different things, whatever you're doing. Say it is to reduce social media like I'm trying to do. What do I do in those times that I'm supposed to be, that I'm usually doing social media? I'm also doing Whole30. What am I supposed to do instead of eat a whole bunch of cheese or like go hang out with people on wine and cheese night? So it allows us to kind of expand our horizons too, which is always a really good thing because then we meet new people and then we do challenging things, which also helps us. Yeah, good. So my takeaway from all of this, listening to everything, is find at least one person to have as your accountability partner. Make sure that they're comfortable with that and that they want to do that, but usually pick a close friend and say, it doesn't have to be for all of your goals either, but pick a few of the big ones and say, hey, this is something that I'm working on. It would be really great if you could just check in with me or if you hear me making judgy comments on the phone, just call me out on it or if you see me eating junk food at the party, just, just, you know, just gently ask me what I'm doing type of thing. Find an (laughs) accountability partner and also in exchange, help that person. And remember, help that person by asking them questions about how they're going to achieve their goals and what you can do to help rather than saying that, you know, rather than being discouraging. Of course, you always want to help and be encouraging, but you don't want empty encouragement saying, oh, that's great. Go for it. What really would be helpful is if you say, oh, that's great. Go for it. How are you going to get there? And that way you really get their wheels turning so that they can make action steps to achieve their goal. Yeah. My takeaway is going to be just to tell people about your goals. You can choose one and choose one person, but tell someone about the goals that you're doing. So Right now, actually, I'm going to ask Trisha, and I'm going to do both of our takeaways. So, Trisha, one of my goals is to write in my journal five minutes a night. Trisha, can you hold me accountable to that, please? Absolutely. How would you like me to do that? Do you want a text every night or a check-in once a week when we talk on the phone? Mm, For the journaling, I think it would be awesome to get a text once a week. Because I feel like if I did it every night, I would just... If I was doing really well, I would feel like, yes, I'm doing it. Yes, I'm doing it. Got it. So, yeah, once a week maybe. We already do phone calls every Sunday. If you could just maybe ask me on Sundays when we already have our phone calls, that'd be awesome. Absolutely. And if at any point it starts getting annoying, so let's say Molly said, text me every day, and I started doing that, and then after two weeks she got in her groove and she's like, okay, I don't need that text anymore. Rather than her getting annoyed with me, Molly, of course, being the fabulous communicator that she is, would say, Thank you so much for the reminder. I think we can reduce the frequency to once a week if you don't mind. And that way, I'm not offended, but it's just like, okay, now she, she's got it. She's got her thing going. So it's okay to remember, too, that you don't have to – things can change. As you start getting more proficient in your goal, things can change. Habits form. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Cool. cool. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Please uh, find us on social media because Molly is actually going to be tracking her progress – on our Instagram, so you can see... Hold me accountable, thanks. <laughs> we're all going to be Molly's accountability partners, so find those videos on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at lostartofcommunication.com. Please feel free to reach out to us directly at lostartofcommunication at gmail.com, or leave us a rating and review if you feel so inclined. That'd be awesome. Follow us on all the things, and we look forward to hearing from you. Yes, have a wonderful rest of your life.